0: Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Inc Realty. Today, along with Robert Lewis of Inc Realty and Taisha Lewis, escrow officer at Providence Title, Philip talks about how does a property get transferred to someone else at death? What happens if there isn't a will? And who decides what happens to the property with and without a will? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not an indicative of future performance
1: and now here's philip all right we are back with another episode of wealth building made simple and we had to bring in the big guns on on this one we got (laughs) we got robert lewis and taisha lewis for this topic today what's going on taisha and Rob? hey
2: hey hey hey.
1: right right i'm I'm not the
3: big guns
1: (laughs) yeah i'm 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 sure the audience uh uh, inferred inferred that you know Taisha is the big gun because everybody knowing Taisha has time to grace grace folks with her presence. She about to drop some drop some knowledge. <laughs> the, the Nuggets are on their way. Yep, yep,
2: Hey, I hope so. That's the plan.
1: So so we're talking today. You know, we we're talking before about how a lot of us have witnessed the inheritance of a property. Most of the time, it's homes. Uh, but the inheritance of a property and that not going so well without proper planning uh, in place. And so I think what we'll first start with, how does that process happen? So so let's let's use a real example to work through, and then we'll have kind of follow-up questions on how to prepare so things go out the way you want it or end up the way you want to happen. So let's say, you know, somebody we care about passes, and leaves the home to you know let's say uh some siblings like how does the whole process work how do they get to the house like you know what's the you know what's the first step in that process
2: yeah yeah so usually the first thing I ask people um is did that person die with a will so did they have a will when they passed and if they did have a will was the will probated That is the easiest thing. If they say yes to those two questions, then we're rocking and rolling. Because basically what that means is that exactly what that person said they want to happen in the will is what we're doing. We're we're following their marching orders. If I ask those questions and they say no to if they had a will, then that's when things really get interesting. It all depends on the type of people that you're dealing with, though, on the family members that you're working with. So if they did not have a will, then the process for us to legally transfer ownership to the home is um, by doing an affidavit of heirship, which is a legal document that will um, document exactly when the person was born, when they passed away, how many marriages, how many children, how many siblings. Um, it's going to list all those details of their lives. And after all of that has been established, it will determine who the heirs are. If they were married, then you know it may be their spouse or their children or their siblings, like you say. Um, and then that needs to be recorded as public record. That's what legally establishes who the heirs are for that person. And then th- those people would be the sellers that we'd be working with in our transaction.
1: Got it. So, and just for those who, you know, Steve already introduced on in the intro who Taisha is, but in case those who fast forwarded through Taisha, go ahead and introduce, you know, who you are, your background <laughs> so, folks, so folks know. Sure,
2: sure, sure. Taisha Lewis. Um, I am an escrow officer, so I deal with these transactions almost daily. Um I've got a couple of them that I'm dealing with right now that are quite hairy. Um, but I do work at Providence, Title my office is in Arlington, Texas, but I can't service any property in the state of texas.
1: so so, so here's my follow-up question. If there is so if there's a plan, it's pretty simple. if there if there is no plan in place and you have to go through that process, like how long is the process? You know, what happens if somebody, tries to lay claim to the to the home that y'all don't decide is you know is the person you deal with like
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: how, how does it look when it gets messy and what does that do
2: it looks messy <laughs> <laughs> it can get pretty nasty depending on how the family members are um first of all the person that fills out the affidavit of airship has to be someone that's familiar with the intimate details of that person's life of the deceased person's life so there are times when we have people that try to fill out the affidavit of airship questionnaire and it's pretty obvious that they don't they did not have the intimate details of this person's life you'll ask them some pretty simple questions and they're unable to answer it like, was this person married? Oh, um, well, I'm not sure. And then, so it kind of makes you a little suspicious, like, okay, well, let's keep going. There are some other questions that I need to ask. Um, If you are not intimate with the details of this person's life, then you are not the person to fill out this affidavit of airship. And our attorneys will reject that. They will not uh, draft an affidavit of airship if they've determined that the person filling out the questionnaire is not close enough to that person that has passed away. And by close, I mean relationship. So there are times when we have people that pop up that just think they should have ownership to a home and through the process, we're able to determine that that's not the case. Or they try to omit an heir. You may have like a black sheep in the family. And so they may try not to include that person. But then when we look at the death certificate, it says that the informant was a son and then it lists that person's name. Well, why, when you filled out the questionnaire, did you not include this son that was the informant on the death certificate? You know, so it's like, we kind of piece things together to make it make sense. Um, So if people are, in fact, trying to cut other people out of um, the transaction that we're able to identify that, and we do. And Also, the affidavit of airship is signed by the person that completed the details and two disinterested parties to prevent that from happening. The two disinterested parties have to be someone who also is familiar with the intimate details of the person's life. We say they need to have known that person for a minimum of 10 years prior to their death. And that is relational to how old the person is. If they died at 90, then knowing them 10 years of their life is not enough to say that you're intimate with the details. How did you know they didn't have a marriage when they were 35? So it's all relative but it is a um, delicate dance that we have to play with the family to make sure that all the people that uh, legally are heirs and legally have an interest to the home that we're addressing your interest and no one is being omitted.
1: So to summarize this in layman's terms if you don't have proper planning in place then yeah it's going it's going to go where it's going to go based on What the experts decide based on the due diligence that y'all are able to do to the best of your ability.
2: Yes. And probably every few months. I don't know. Rob can attest to this. I end up putting a post on Facebook where I'm like, get a will, get a will, get a will, get a will, get a will. (laughs) If you are (laughs) 18 years old, get a will. If you are 50 years old, get a will, because you don't want to work so hard. Um, to be able to acquire these assets if you have multiple properties or what, or even just one property. You work this hard to be able to secure this asset. And then after you die, you're just leaving it to whatever happens. No, plan it. You worked hard for this investment. So you want to be able to say, when I pass, I intend for this investment to go to my children, go to my spouse, go to the church, whatever you want to happen but it should be whatever you want to happen because you worked so hard to acquire this. It shouldn't just be left up to whatever the local laws are.
1: That makes complete sense. Well, look, we appreciate you coming out, helping us Thank with this Thank you for topic. having me. No, cause yeah, this, this is, this is really important. And it's like you said, I mean, you hit it on no when you, when you talk about how often you see it happen. Cause I, you know uh, you know, you're like right there in the thick of it and mm-hmm. everybody thinks this kind of stuff happens to other people. But like, if you don't have a will, which most don't, you are the, you know, you are the other people uh, that is going to happen, too. So let everybody know how they can reach both of y'all if they have any questions on this type of topic.
2: Sure. And if you are on social media, I am on Facebook just as Taisha Lewis. Um, You'll see my hashtag here, Close With Taisha Often. Um, I am more than available for cell phone calls as well at 713 517 6261, or my email, tlewis at protitletx.com.
3: And just a quick uh, addition to what you said, but if none of those things get hashed out, the property doesn't move. You cannot sell it. Mm -hmm. Like all of that stuff has to be done. So Mm -hmm. whether it be done by will and probate or be done by the affidavit of Mm airship, it has to be done. Or nobody gets anything. The property sits there and just sits there. So yeah. get a will, yeah. and that you better pay it. the taxes too. <laughs> yeah, and you mm-hmm. still gotta pay the taxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God, Lisa, I, I guess if, if if it has a mortgage and you don't pay taxes in the mortgage, then you can lose the house in the in the, in the, in the process of trying to figure Absolutely. all that out.
2: Absolutely, and we see that a lot too.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah, exactly. Cool. What about you? I I Robert Morgan. Lewis.
3: And the best way to catch me is my cell phone, 317-372-3022. You can email me at rob at com, And that is ink with a K. And I am Rob L. The Realtor across most social media channels.
1: All right. We well, appreciate y'all. Y'all enjoy your day.
0: All
3: right. Thank make you. It a great you one.